This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do you get your presenters... It's these Scandi chairs. Sorry, Ben's just giving me a bollocking for having a squeaky chair. They need oiling. One of my, um, my friends, I won't, I won't say their name, just in case you ever meet them, uh, mess- messaged me and said, "People who like sc- who say they like Scandi, it really is just code for they can't afford anything else." <laughs> who sent you that? <laughs> they say they like the minimalist look because they can't afford anything else. <laughs> like, how do you get presenters to notice a hashtag that's going viral on Twitter? And is it really okay to wear nothing below? The belt on the Zoom. And is it really okay to wear nothing... Didn't read the script again, sorry. Uh, And is it really okay to wear nothing below the belt on a Zoom call? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunt, so we William Hansen. No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more lunch up the shard. You're more get out your bard. Very good. Was that uh, one of yours? No, kudos to Anne, who I spotted that on our iTunes reviews. Uh, she popped that in there. So thank you, Anne. That made me laugh a oh, lot. Hang on, I've not. Um, I've got a new candle, a dick pic. I just want to light I'm sorry. It You've got to, hang on, stop. You've got a what? Um, a new candle. I didn't realise it's it, it's a fancy one. I got given it to me, and I thought it looks like somehow. You got given it to me. You were given it. Not today. Not in the mood for that today. I was given a candle, um, and it looks like something from, like, Pound Shop from Wilkinson's. And no, I, I, that, darling, it's pronounced Diptyque. Diptyque, yeah. Um, I keep saying not, dick pic. Not dick pic. Yeah. That's don't go around telling people you've got a dick pic. No, it's Diptyque, but I keep saying, I keep wanting to say, so I was telling a girl at work, and in my head I was like, don't say dick pic, don't say dick pic, don't say dick pic. She went, what is that? I went, dick pic, Diptyque, dick, I can't, Diptyque, isn't it? It's a foreign it's, word, you're going to struggle. It's called Feu de Bois. Feu de Bois, potentially. Have I changed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, just a bit. Honestly, Jordan North stick pick candle. I can't wait to see what the sun writes about you on page three next week. Don't give Ben an idea. I'll have it as a bloody <laughs> merch on the website next week. <laughs> oh, we could sell your... Yes. <laughs> 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 
Like the smell of my... No! Oh! No! You took that in a different direction to where I was going. No, that's not what I meant. No, like, you can can get the... You can get the smell of... What's her name? What's that actress? Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. You can get the smell of Gwyneth Paltrow's fanny now on a candle, so... Yes, we get... No, let's not... I can't... We are not not doing that. We are... Ben, look at Ben. He's ka-ching. He's got dollar signs in his eyes. We're not putting that on. Anyway... I think that's going to be a theme of of this uh, this series. Have I changed? Uh, I'm this. I'm still the same old. You too could smell Jordan North's wick. <laughs> We've not even started. Uh, okay. Right. Well, we are we are of course both recording at home, which of course means that Jordan's microphone will be echoey, and somehow Ben and I will be blamed uh, for it. But we've got our uh, we've got our G and D. Uh, already, and uh, you, how's your? I mean, dry January is completely off for you, then, is it? Yeah, oh God! So I got on it. Um, I allowed, we record on Fridays, by the way, and I I got on it after I finished the recording last week, and I was rough on Sunday. I had to, like so rough that when I did my show on Saturday morning, I just had to say, "Look, I'm a bit hungover," and yeah, I was I was so just like any other Saturday. Yeah, all right, but it was um, yeah, I was I was pretty rough. Bless you. We're we're doing dry January now. Uh, we're doing it sort of like the opposite way round to you in that we've ordered a dehumidifier, so uh, it's quite dry uh, in our flat now. I heard you and Mikey uh, dry Jan something different to you. <laughs> Who should we toast? I think we'd like to toast Zz Strallen, Mary Poppins. I, can I just say again, boys? Thank you very much. It made me very happy. It was lovely listening back to it. So thank you, Zizi. And, and for the, for those sort of few unfortunate poor souls that haven't listened to our bonus episode from last week yet, um, the actress who plays Mary Poppins in the West End, uh, Zizi Strallen, uh, came on and talked. Ben and uh, Jordan arranged for her to come and uh, chat to me, and she did. And uh, it's one of the highlights of my life. Honestly, if you've never heard our bonus episode, it comes out every Friday now, so it's only like a small snippet, just extra bits that we can't fit into this episode. And it's like 10, 15 minutes and listen back because we got Mary Poppins on and William's little face. Yeah. Bless you. And you know, it took me ages to sort that out, but it it was well worth it. Well, remember if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sex and my boss. Ben's face is fuming now. All right. Ben did the sorting out. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. We say it every episode, we really do mean it. You make the episode. So if you've got any letters for us, anything that you want to get off your chest, any advice you need, get in touch because you really do make the episodes. Also, if you're enjoying what we're doing in lockdown, and I know I am, uh, where we always enjoy reading the nice reviews on iTunes or wherever you can leave them. So please continue to do that. Go on then, William. How's your week been? Well, it's, it was made even better when uh, my friend Tom sent me page three of uh, last week's Sun. And I mean, page three, for, for those that, that don't perhaps know British uh, culture, page three on the Sun always normally features uh, a pair of tits. Anyway, there was one tit on it uh, last <laughs> week. <laughs> and that was Jordan. Where something that he had said in this very podcast made it all the way to the sun. Shh, right, you forget now. Journalists are listening. So I could say one little thing. 
I'm going to pick you up on that. You say you forget now. They did, within the article, also mention the gay ghost. Now, I assume that that means that they probably actually were already listening. It's just the fact that they didn't really consider anything that you or I said newsworthy, whereas they do now. Mm. Yeah. So basically, last week I talked about was it? No, it was the first episode. I talked about the weird mm. DMs I was getting. Next thing you know, I'm in the bloody papers, every paper's picked it up. Jordan North gets threesome offers, or Jordan's had to. Bl- I was like, well, I mean, it weren't that bad. It was just a couple of. Just a couple. Do you regret saying that now? I mean, how, how have, the, have the offers increased, disappeared? Um, that's all I'm going to say to that. Just give you the. I'm a celebrity star. Jordan North has been inundated with offers of sex. The Radio 1 star, Jordan, famed for mentally seeking comfort in his happy place during gruelling trials, said show bosses never warned him how graphic fans would get. Then they quote you from this podcast. And uh, they say, single Jordan, right which is interesting they put right, because to the immediate left was a scantily clad woman, so I'm glad they cleared that one up, (laughs) is no stranger to unusual sexual advances, having previously claimed he was visited by a randy ghost. I mean, they've... (laughs) They've unsexualized. They've they've sort of made the ghost non uh, non preference specific. There. Hey, the ghost. Look, the ghost. I wasn't saying the ghost was gay. It could have been bi. It could have been straight. But that night, that ghost in my. Um, we've talked about this before. In my um, room at uni, was definitely trying it on with me. Right. Well, lucky ghost. Honestly, I just felt its presence on me. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this a lot. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what? Yeah, that's that's what it is. Anything else you want to pick pick me up on? Anything else you've got to dig at? I've got, yes, I've got one word for you. Hmm. Katsu. (laughs) What what about it? (laughs) Well, I noticed I was there, I was bored, scrolling through on Instagram, when someone's little, (laughs) some golden arches popped up with someone's little face underneath them, advertising katsu chicken nuggets. Hey, right. Mm. First of all, the good. And second thing is, have you seen this kitchen that Wendy wants? <laughs> with, she's considering getting uh, Michelangelo to paint the ceiling now. <laughs> oh, honestly, I'm the rest. I'm the rest. I've been looking at bloody American fridge freezers this week. Why do they not have any? Do they not have any in Spain? No, she wants an American fridge freezer, but they might have to get an extension for it. I'm... Did I actually talking of fridge freezers? My mother, when they were having their kitchen redone ten years ago, oh, need to do it again. I know. Well, you should do dancing on ice, then you can pay for hers. The um... <laughs> have you been offered that? No, I have not been offered that. Oh, would you do it? As if I would demean myself doing an ITV reality show, please. <laughs> One of us has got to have some dignity. Uh, anyway, you're a tosser, <laughs> an absolute tosser. I have no regrets, by the way. It's the no, best thing you, I ever did. You shouldn't. The um, my mother, they were having their kitchen redone, and uh, she asked the kitchen designer when the the fridge. It was a Samsung sort of fridge freezer, one of these big American things that was going to be put in. And she genuinely, in a meeting, asked the um, kitchen designer whether it needed to say Samsung on it, or if they could have the Samsung logo removed because she didn't want. <laughs> She she didn't want a brand mentioned. Oh God! How the other Just half live? Anyway, became moments. Chopsticks. What what's your beef? 
What's your chicken? Well, there were there were lots there were lots of little errors in that, and lots of people have been commenting, going, "What's Williams' thought on on your Katsu Nuggets advert?" And it's generally lovely, and it's so so funny and warming. I'm so pleased for you. But the the knife was was put the wrong way round. So that was an error. The blade was pointing outwards and it should always point inwards. It's been done like that since the medieval times to show that you didn't want to attack somebody. So that's a little error. And then you were sort of playing with your chopsticks a lot. And um, I wondered how your general chopstick etiquette is. I can't use them because I'm left-handed anyway. And I can't, and you meant to hold them like a pencil. What do you mean you're left-handed anyway? Well, I didn't have any left-handed ones. It's the same. What do you mean you didn't have left-handed chopsticks? There isn't such a thing as left-handed chopsticks. Yeah, there is. Like left-handed scissors and tin openers. No, it's two planks of wood or or plastic sometimes or china. Are they not? That's why I always thought I could... Can I just say, any time you, you have any other commercial deals or, or public appearances and you are involved in particular with dining implements of whatever nation, can you please get me involved so you get things right? including your top button, because on that lovely black shirt, I mean, you look gorgeous, you look lovely as a waiter, your black shirt, your, your black top button was done up and really should have been unfastened. It's navy blue, and why, why, what's wrong with having your top button done up? Well, it's fine if you're wearing a tie. Does it matter? I would, I'm not, I would love to use chopsticks, because you know when you go to a fancy restaurant and somebody's using chopsticks, you're like, oh, she's well-travelled, she's, she's been, she's been round world. And there's me going, can I have a fork? A fork, yeah, and a spoon. Just give us a bib as well whilst you're at it, love. So, um, thank you. If you do come on and do some consultation for me, will there be a fee involved? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just have to crack on, won't we? What, what do you mean? You're not going to get me involved? Putting it bluntly, I've known you a long time, but I won't pay you in washers. <laughs> Thanks very much. None taken. There's steel in a living, and then there's William Hansen. Steel, excuse me, I graft, okay? <laughs> I'm joking! I'm a grafter. I'm, sorry, it's the gin. I'm, hey, if there's anyone stealing a living here, it's me. Yeah. With your floor fillers. <laughs> but yeah, of course, right. Any other any other things? Well, so again, I, I'm remembering all these things that have happened whilst you were away. And of course, whilst you were away, we were in a, in a slight period where gyms were still open in the UK. Obviously, now at the moment that you can't go to a gym. But whilst you were away, some gyms were open. And off, I, I don't, I'm not, you know, this will come as a shock to Eugene Divas, as I know it's come as a shock to Jordan and Ben. I'm not a regular gym goer. And... I did eventually go in, in sort of November, December, and um, I I sort of went, and I, I went changed already in my gym gear. So I left the house in gym gear, and I had taken a bag of other clothes to then change into, because I was going to go and sit somewhere and do some writing. And I ended up in the gym changing room, and I realised I hadn't packed any pants, because without going into too much detail, my gym shorts have a lining, and so you don't need to wear any pants. And so I then was there standing in the gym changing room thinking, oh, I mean, I want to go. I had my whole day planned out. I wasn't going to go home. Didn't want to go home just to get some pants. So I thought, what do I do? And I'll be honest, I thought, what would Jordan do? And so I went commando. You freeballed! William Hansen freeballed! And it was... It was an odd experience <gasps> sitting in this cafe writing about pastry forks, which is what happened 
with no underwear. And it wasn't really how I envisaged the day going. You kinky little minx. I mean, it's not altogether uncomfortable. But, I mean, it won't become a lifestyle. Let's put it that way. Did you go total commando? I was just wearing a, a nice pair of action slacks. Why don't you just... I would have just wore the boxers that worn in the gym, to be no, honest. No, but I didn't wear boxers. That's the thing. I had, oh. I had gym shorts that have a lining. And they were then sweaty. Yeah, well, so it was just flapping round. Well, in... let's not go into detail. <laughs> no, I need a flapping... So- oh, wait there. I think that's Jordan, please. Was it just flapping around? Every episode, way? I think we can't get any lower. And then next week happens. Oh, if only, I've only gone there. Um, I'm trying to think, oh, my week's been... Oh, I had a nightmare with... Oh, um, hmm. Did the most me thing ever... Right. So, you know, uh, and many people listening will know, if you're self-employed as well, your tax return's due in on the thir- 31st. Don't don't forget, 31st of Jan. So I'm scrambling away, getting all my receipts and my invoices mm. ready and what have you. By the way, if anyone asks, we don't get paid for this podca- podcast. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's it's all through the books. I'm, jo- I'm joking. It's, it's going through. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. Seriously, it's all, all through the books. <laughs> Your honour. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Pay your taxes. Uh, right, so sent my whole earnings for the entire year. It's always the socialists that don't pay their taxes. <sighs> and, yeah, guess what? So sent it to my accountant. Right, well, that's good. That's that's standard. And usually she's bang on it. And I was like, she's not replied. And then the next morning, I was like, she's still not replied. So I thought, I've even sent it. I'd sent it to the wrong person. <gasps> Who'd you sent it to? Some randomer that worked on this podcast ages ago. It wasn't Ben. <laughs> like, so someone we don't even know in person. And then I emailed him going, hey, sorry about that. Can you please ignore? Then he didn't reply. So I was like, please, can you delete this? And then I had to ring him. Oh, my God. So you sent your entire earnings, incomings, outgoings, to just Ev- a random person? Everything. everything. Like, there's nothing worse. Like, you don't, like, you don't, like, I, yeah, nothing I mean, that's worse. That's so personal. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. I was honestly... You silly Billy. For the whole week. That's a ve- that's peak Jordan North. Peak. I sent my whole earnings to him. So other than that, I've had a bit of a, bit of a nightmare this week. Well, that would have given him a laugh. Mm. Christ almighty. Before we go to Jordan's joke of the week, got two good ones for you this week, by the way. Oh, great. Um, you, can I just say, you've been a bit... I don't know, you've been a bit weird around me this past week. Like, like there's something going on. What do you mean? Just, you know, when you know. I can't you know put, what? I, put, I can't put my finger on it, but you've just... I don't know what it is. Just been a bit different around me, and I'm like, "What's go? What's going on? Am I overthinking it? What?" Um, <gasps> I, don't, I don't think you've got anything to worry about. What? Well, now, you, now you're going to send my mind racing because I knew what well, you what. I, I wish mean, you could see his okay. face now. All I will say is, I knew there was summer. I knew what you what you plotting. What you plotting? In, in in any relationship, social, professional, romantic, yeah. It, if if one party you know doesn't give the other enough attention, maybe disappears for a, three or four weeks, it, it's sometimes inevitable that the other party uh, may wait, get bored. 
Wait, are you... And might stray. Are you breaking up with me? No! I'm so committed to this relationship. Are you... Are you seriously? I'm committed to you as Melania is to Donald. <laughs> no, seriously, like, you're freaking me out now. Are you breaking up with me? No. Categorically, I'm not breaking up with you. Promise. But I do need to talk to you about something. <laughs> and we'll do that next week. It's time for Jordan's Joke of the Week. What the f... You can't just throw... <sighs> We've run out of time. I'll tell you about it next week. I just need to, you know, get my affairs in order, as it were. Oh, uh, well, just before we uh, just crash on and uh, overlook what I've just said, um, Ben's just sent us something on our WhatsApp group. Shall I press play on this? If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you see, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! What is that? That's amazing! Who sent who made who made this? What have so many questions? Who made this? What is it? Let me listen to it again. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Oh my god! Oh my god! We've both god. got jingles now! We've both got jingles! Oh god! Who did this? Do we know? Have we got any information? So this is all thanks to Stephen Willis, who, of course, as as, uh, ardent Gene Devers will know, is the same person who wrote the music for the Give Me the D competition, which will come back at some point. Um, But this is... Wow. I love it. Stephen, thank you. Amazing. Stephen, thank you so much. That's honestly... Because you you were very sad that you didn't have a a Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week jingle. Yeah, what a little one. Anyway, uh, time for Jordan's Joke of the Week. I put a condom on backwards the other day and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, Gene Tevers. Thanks for sticking with us. It's now time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. I put a condom on backwards the other day, and I went. I don't get that. And I went. (laughs) Condom on backwards. Went backwards is... Think about it. It's a new... 
Is it like I came? Yeah. Right. Well, if that made you laugh, great. Okay, I've got another one for you. Wait there. Three fellas outside the Guinness World Records, yeah? And they're in a queue. And the first one says, well, I'm here because I think I've got the smallest hands in the world. And other fella says, oh, that's funny. I'm here to see if I've got the smallest feet in the world. And the third fella says, oh, well, I'm here because I think I've, I think I've got the smallest woolly in the world. First one goes in, he comes out, he says, yes, get in. That's it confirmed, I've got smallest hands ever. Second fella goes in, comes out and says, yes, I've got the tiniest feet in the world. So third fella's thinking, all right, I'm in here. Third fella walks into Guinness World Record, comes out ten minutes later, says, who the fuck's producer Ben? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, you clawed that back at the end. Do you like that one? Yes, that was very funny. Talking of Guinness World Records, um, which amongst us have two? Hands up if you have a Guinness World Record. Hands up if you have two Guinness World Records. Thank you. What was it? How many forks you could... The very first one I got was the world's longest curtsy relay. My parents mm-hmm. are very proud. And the second one was world's biggest afternoon tea. I've got one, actually. I did it in year seven. It was something to... We had an aeroplane jumping behind... I'm not making this up. We had an aeroplane jumping behind... If anyone's listening that went to Car Hill in uh, Kirkham, 11 to 18 high school, in year seven, we had to go to BAE Systems, right? And we all had to jump all these other year sevens from different schools around the area. And there was a plane jumping behind us. And it was to make... See if we could make... There was a plane. Hang on, sorry, there was a plane jumping behind. Yeah, honestly, it was. No, How does that work? Have I had too much it was, gin? No, it was. Uh, it was. Um, it, on please, somebody who's listening in the Blackpool Preston area. It, it was one of those like it was um, a, 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 an air, a, a plane that you get on an aircraft carrier, like one that bombs people and shit. You know, like a, a jet, it, a fighter jet, a fighter jet. There was a fighter jet jumping behind you. Yeah, and it... Can you hear what fight, you're saying? This fighter jet was special because it was... It could literally take off from the ground. So it was jumping up and we were jumping with it. And the idea was to try and make a man-made earthquake. And I think it was in the Guinness... I promise you I'm not making... If anybody remembers this from year seven, 2001 it would have been. I once did a Guinness World Record where there was a cruise ship doing the Macarena behind me. Oh, Ben's just come back with his little dog. Ben's got Diego in his hands. He, he's got. He's, he's sat here now, sitting. sitting. <laughs> be, be you corrected yourself. Well done. He's sitting here now with a dog in his lap, stroking it, looking like the world's shittest James Bond buddy. <laughs> ah, Mister Bond, welcome to my secret layer, producer Ben. Hi, James. Doing the same impression as my mother. <laughs> Was my James Bond buddy impression the same, weren't there? Yeah. Ah, Mr Bond, welcome to my secret lay. Oh, God, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Less blow felt, more blow hard. <laughs> Producer Ben, hi, James. Welcome to my evil layer. I can't be bothered to end the world today. <laughs> it's a Friday, it's my day off. <laughs> Can you do it yourself? Don't be giving me your shit now, James. 
<laughs> Speaking of producer Ben, I believe we've uh, oh. had a few more. Oh, it's been incessant on social media. Do you know what, William? That is the perfect word: incessant. Incessant. People go hashtag Let Ben speak. We've even had um, Georgia on iTunes has left us a one-star review saying, I won't remove the review until Ben resumes his rightful position. I'm not being funny. We're all up for your um, tweets and that, but not the reviews, please. We need them. Unless they're five stars. Unless they're five stars, crack on. Please do review us on iTunes. But yeah... um, I've said it. I mean, look, this is this is not news to anyone. It's a two-talent podcast. Mm. We love him. We take the mick out of him. You know, sometimes we, we worry about him. You know, we're like his two older brothers, teasing him and making, his, making sure he's all right in this big, bad world. And we know he's been retweeting on, on our Twitter page and Instagram. Like, there's a fine line between desperation and producer Ben yeah William Hanson first question please if you're just joining us for the first time um, this is what we do we answer your questions our listeners problems and dilemmas and we help you out first one please this is from Kaylee. dear William and Jordan and producer Ben I work as a community carer and do four long shifts a week so as you can imagine on my days off I want to lay in I mean a lion, and not to think about work for a while. My problem is that my boss seems to ring me on my days off quite regularly. It usually is to ask about a client I may have seen the day before or to see if I can cover an extra shift. But my God, she is a talker. A simple question ends up being a 30 to 45 minute call. What is a polite way to get her off the phone promptly? Or to tell her not to call me on my days off at all unless it is really urgent? As we're all in lockdown, I can't do the usual, oh, I've got to go, I'm meeting a friend line. Kind regards, Kaylee. For once, I think we might have to read our words. This we, we should get producer Ben on here. He'd be great for this advice, getting pestered on your day off. This is right up his street. Ben? Well, I don't like to be pestered on my day off, so my advice is I make it quite clear that it's my day off. Even if it's a good idea, I tell my people that I like a day off. <laughs> My impressions are so shit, this series, and I've lost it. Yeah, that you need to work on them. Need to, they're like a muscle. They, they need exercising. Yeah, they do. Um, well, I would. I mean, Kaylee, just don't answer. It's your day off. Um, I think that's what... Why is, why is Ben holding up his hands like that? Bless his little cotton socks. I don't phone you on your day off. I message you, but I don't phone you. I agree with William there. Either don't answer... Put your phone on silent. Uh, a good way to get off the phone is um, you've just got to say, oh, I'm, oh, you can't say I've got another meeting. That's what I usually do. I usually say, I'm, I've got another meeting. I've just got another meeting on. Or, oh, Kaylee, you just you you tell during your working week, you go, oh, I'm trying this new thing for February. We're doing uh, phone-free weekends where my partner and I, or whatever, we don't touch our phones over the weekends. And you set it up that you are basically not going to be answering your phone. Yeah, Kaylee, just just try and think of write down like five or six good excuses. Someone's ringing. There's a delivery at the door. Um, you've got to go. You really need a poo. Your boyfriend needs you. That kind of thing. 
You could always do do what I have done in the past with certain people, not not anymore. But I will sometimes when they're talking, I will go and ring the doorbell um, whilst they're still on the phone. I just open the door, dial, you dial the thing. Set- Are you joking? Your doorbell it- always rings when I'm on the phone. I've never done it for you. I only did it when I used to live in Manchester. Oh, it's different when you ring me when I'm in the middle of summer, whinging about producer Ben and Stuart, well. who runs a podcast as well. <laughs> I've never done that! Fucking Stuart, he hasn't got a fucking clue. Tell you, sits there coining it in. Stuart, when you listen to this, that has never happened, and I promise on everybody's life. Never worked a day in his fucking life. <laughs> you, you are such a stirrer. Um, anyway, Kaylee, the, I mean... Backup option: um, change jobs. I mean, that, that's if it doesn't work. I would. That's that's another thing. Go and go and um, do your excellent work somewhere else because then you won't have your boss. Uh, okay, next question, dear William and Jordan. As we're back in lockdown, I, like many others, are having to participate in online classes on Google Meet. A common feature of these lessons is a shared Google document on which everyone can type at the same time. I often see my classmates making spelling and grammar mistakes, which I cannot ignore and want to correct, as I don't want any mistakes in a document I have to print out and keep. However, everyone can see who is typing. And so everyone would know it was me who made the correction. How do I fix these mistakes without seeming rude and pretentious? Love the podcast, Hannah. Oh, great question, Hannah. Jordan, how do you correct people's grammar mistakes when uh, when you know? I mean, something? I just ignore it and just try and get on. Like, to be fair, I would be the person in the group with the grammar and spelling mistakes. Oh, I did another one recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did I say? Oh, I did it in the castle. Oh, they didn't show any of this, but we were playing, um, we were playing, uh, oh, what's it called? Hangman on the chalkboard. We've got a chalkboard in right. f- for our list of yeah. jobs. It's hang person now, actually, we call oh, it. Oh, okay. Fine. And, um. That's probably why they didn't show it. We were talking food and drink and no one could get mine. And it turned out that I, um, my word was angle delight. Right. <laughs> So not angel, delight. not angel delight. So then Shane was there going, hey, "What's angel delight? What are you on about? I'm there rocking my brains for about ten minutes. What are you on about?" I meant angel delight. So I I do this. Your Shane Ritchie impression is very close to what your old producer Ben on Talk Sport impression no, used to Shane's be. is Shane's is higher. Producer Ben's like, "Oh, well, mate, yeah, she's Ben on Talk Sport. You know what I mean? I'm a Potter's fan through and through. You know, I grew up in Stoke, mate. Know what I mean? Shane's is like, "What are you on about?" I'm thinking away here. Pull my finger. Right. I mean, anyway. it all sounds the same to me. Um, Hannah, I would, I would suggest maybe you know, don't correct as you go because that, that you know, it, so such bad manners to point out people's grammar mistakes. Um, but I would probably copy and paste afterwards, and then paste it into another document that only you have access to. Correct them. Print it out. Great that advice. Suggestion. Um, Hannah, it, yeah. I mean, if it annoys you that much then do what William said. That's really good advice. Next question from Brenna. Dear William and Jordan, I've been binge listening to the podcast over the last few weeks. I absolutely love your banter, William's double entendre, and Jordan's stories of his life growing up. Sidebar, in the latest episode, he told the story about his dad stepping on his brother's box of poop (laughs) and asked if he should be in therapy. And yes, he should. Well, it wasn't our latest episode. (laughs) Is that someone? I forgot about that. But I digress. Um, Last night, I had a dream in which William made a cameo. 
The scene, I, a straight woman, met and was hanging out with a bunch of super fun gay guys. We were gabbing and gossiping and teasing each other. William threw the door open and made such a saucy grand entrance wearing black, slightly shiny fitted dungarees. Wow. He spun around and on the backside were beautiful stitched roses on stems. He was utterly fabulous. That's true. Is it poor etiquette to tell someone you've never met them that you had a dream about them? Yours in dreamland, Brenner. I've got, um, yeah, this is a good question because I always have dreams and tell people. And it's like, on the radio, I got told two things and it always stuck with me. It was never complain you're tired on air, no matter how tired you are, and never talk about dreams because they're boring. Unless they involve etiquette experts. And then, then that's fine. So I, I, but I, I do this, and I get mixed up with dreams. I'll say to, I've told you before. I'll say to people, I'm like, oh, how are you? How's your nan? She's all right. What are you on about? You've never asked about my nan before. Is, she, is she, you know, how's your mum taking it? What are you on about? Your nan? She died. She's dead. <laughs> she didn't. She is. And I dreamt that my mate's nan died. Right. And I thought she was dead. So I do this all the time. I get, I get like mixed up. But I've always been told never to tell people, like, or just, like, on air, on the radio, I'll never talk about it. Yeah, I mean, like, Mikey and I might say, did you have any dreams to each other? We might might possibly... Um, did I have any dreams? I had you bent over. Ooh, oh, oh no. don't! Why is it all about sex? Sorry. So it's just ben, ben had a dream the other night that Jordan turned evil and took over the world. Did you? And then you went and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and it became a reality. <laughs> Um, well, Bre- Brennan, look, you know, I'm, I don't really know what to say other than the fact that you've you've been dreaming about me. Um, that can carry. I mean, it's very weird that I have been in a straight woman's dream. That's uh, you know, you're, you're, I can count the number of times that's happened on one hand, one knows really. Um, so, so thank you for that. Um, and uh, if it continues, I suggest you go and seek medical help. How old are you when you stop having like? dreams like you know not like is there an age race yeah but yeah all right be crude yeah <laughs> do they right i think 31 when you get to 31 you lose all sort of sexual feeling or urges i thought so yeah it's jordan's birthday on the 14th of february yeah He'll be 31. Yeah, I don't want to say any ages, because I'll just get lots of people going, I listen to your podcast and I'm 50, and I'm still at it like rabbits with my wife. It's like, like I don't want to know. Should we go to our final piece of correspondence? Yeah. Dear, Dear William, William what time do you, when do you stop having sex dreams from Jeffrey in Barnsley? <laughs> Dear William Jordan and PB, peanut butter. Firstly, can I say congratulations to Jordan for coming... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, now, on to my dilemma. Thank you. What did they say? Which... Uh, uh, well done on running up in the castle. I can imagine William and Ben with fingers in their ears going la 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 la. Yes. Also, congratulations to producer Ben for filling some big shoes whilst Jordan was away. Hashtag let Ben speak. Oh, you see why I cut it? 
Now on to my dilemma, which is COVID-related and I suspect something that has happened to many other G&Divas. I was jogging around my local South London park last week whilst getting my state-sanctioned exercise. It was fairly waterlogged, so I was running on the pathway, which in parts was more narrow than others. Say about two metres at its narrowest. I noticed ahead a lady of older years chatting to a policeman on a bicycle, and she appeared to be pointing at joggers, cyclists and people out walking in the park. Can I just point out that at this point, she was not a frail old lady, more sturdy, fierce Rottweiler. (coughs) Anyway, I would like to think that I'm considerate of other people, and more so in the current climate. As I ran past the lady, I gave her as much room as the pathway would allow. She proceeded to shout something after me, which I couldn't hear properly over my music. I walked back towards her and took out my headphones and said, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. She rather angrily shouted back, You need to give me more space! in front of the policeman, clearly trying to make a point to him by using me as an example. I calmly pointed out to her that I gave her as much space as I could, which was almost two metres, to which she replied that she needed three metres. I'm a red-headed northerner, and can have quite a fiery temper. I knew already, as soon as you said northerner. I was getting very wound up at this point. And three metres?! Who do you think you are? Bloody Queen of Sheba? Piss off! No, you piss off! No, piss off! No, you piss... I'll come over there and give you something to piss off about, love. Saw your bloody roots out, you scruffy cow! Piss off! Carry on. Well, basically, the question is, what should one do in a situation where someone is incorrectly and unfairly reprimanding you in public? Should you correct them, or should you apologise, smile and walk away, given that you should never try to reason with them? And that's from Paula. Paula, um... Keep two meters as best as you can. Like seriously, do. What was her? What was her actual question? What should she do? Just, yeah, should yeah. should she sort of engage in an argument with something? You know, the old lady's being a little bit grand there, insisting on three meters when when it's you know we're not. How how is Paula supposed to be familiar with that lady's personal? Ah, piss off! And I'll give that. I'll shove that walking stick where the sun doesn't shine, love. I've been there many a times. This is Wendy and shops. That's how you say hello to each other in Burnley. Honestly, I genuinely think my mum is the only person that's been barred from an opticians. She's barred from opticians? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She had a... Yeah. No, yeah. tell us more! <laughs> we, we, uh... <laughs> we turned up. Uh, we were only kids. And we missed about three appointments before. And then we turned up and we'd got the wrong date. And then my mum... And then that's why you some glasses. Woman, some woman, some woman tuttered, and my mum went, "Don't you tut at me?" <laughs> Do you know what it's like bringing up four kids while your husband's away fighting wars? You snotty cow! And then that was it. We got told never to come back in the auditions again. <laughs> Tutting at me? Do you know how hard it is? <laughs> Piss off! Oh, come on then, love. Come outside and say that, mum. Come on, we'll go on. No, come on! I'll drag you through this pissing door. You carry on tutting at me. I don't know who you think you are. Silly cow. Pretty much my childhood right there. (laughs) Genuinely think we're the only people that have been barred from an optician's. Wow. Um, Well, look, if you want to help with something, um, any optician-related problems or or anything else, you can tweet us. We're at sexedmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. I, I promise you, I don't make shit up. That actually happened. I, I, Jordan, I believe you. And I'll see you, Jordan, on our Friday 
uh, bonus episode where I assume you've got Julie Andrews or Emily Blunt lined up for me. Yeah, all, all your um, idols. We've got uh, Julian Clary on. Yeah, Sean Mendes. Dame Edna. Oh, yeah, Dame, Dame Edna. Get Shawn Mendes. I mean, that will complete complete it. Just to make producer Ben happy, we're going to bring Harry Styles on, and all of Taming Parlour. Do you know what? I haven't told Ben this. I have added two of Tame Impala's songs to my playlist. <gasps> what? You can't just... i tell you what. Let's leave that and we'll pick it up in the bonus episode on Friday. All right. See you on Friday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 